Hello. And we're here. <laughs> we are back. Yes, we are. For another one. Another Thursday. Yes. Well, I mean, it's Wednesday, but y'all think it's Thursday. Yeah. You know, no, it's Thursday to you guys. Happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day, which yeah. is like, the, the, that's great. Um, To all our veterans, thank you for your service. Thank you for yeah. serving our country. Yeah. Um. We have the day off mm-hmm. of work, but it's the most random Thursday the most off random day in the Thursday, world. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just else? make it Friday? Yeah. Does anyone else have Thursday off in observance of Veterans yeah. Day? Yeah. You know what? I don't even think a lot of people have it off, period. I don't think so, too, because I, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like a lot of people have Friday off. Even like, because we're making plans for this weekend with a couple of people, and they're like, oh, yeah, we have Friday we? off. He didn't read the group chat. Oh, okay. oh maybe I did. <laughs> oh, well, I, I am the deliverer. Yeah, right? I'm the worst. Are you in the group, group chat? chat. <laughs> I know. What if I'm not in it? That's fucked up. All. I'm going to take the shot of rum. You're dry. Yes. Yeah, I month. am dry, you guys. Awesome. Until the 25th. Yes. Which is Thanksgiving Day, which is also the day I leave for Word. my birthday trip. Yes. So exciting. So, um, yeah, I am dry until then. But you yeah. can take a shot. I'm taking my shot of this. Delicious rum. We've been taking so many rum shots lately. So many. I know. I'm like, maybe I'm not losing weight in my gut because of alcohol. Yeah, that's kind that of what I'm hoping it. about me being dry for the next, what is it, like back. two weeks? Yeah. Because I think alcohol is playing a big role in why I'm not losing weight, but I'm working my ass off every day. I don't know if I'm losing weight because I haven't weighed myself in a long time, but um, – you know, one day I just want to wake up skinny and that day hasn't happened yet. So maybe it's from the alcohol. It might be from the alcohol. Oh, I just <laughs> took that shot. Lord Jesus, my whole body. <laughs> um, you guys, chills. this is Cocktail Murder. Yes, it is. We drink and we talk about yes. murder. Oh, fun announcement. You guys can now follow us on TikTok. Um, it's called Cocktail Murder Pod, P-O-D, Cocktail Murder Pod. Love it. Um, and we will be basically posting um, true crime videos on TikTok. Yeah. So um, if you would like to see the lovely faces of us, including mm-hmm. some photos um, of some of the crimes that we've been discussing on this podcast, feel yep. free to check that out. Um, and Love also, that. if you would like a more condensed version of what we are talking about, yeah, check out, you our, can TikTok. Check out our TikTok. Because <laughs> I know your guys' attention spans are literally five seconds these days. No, yeah, my so. attention span is five seconds. So make sure you check that out. Very exciting. We just yeah. dropped the first video. So, hey, super exciting. Yes. Turn up, make us go viral, you guys. Bro. I know, seriously. <laughs> That'd I'm like, be great. I hope the TikTok community does not come for me for anything. Because there's always one. Oh, they always that's will. Like, <laughs> they uh, always like, will. Why does the corner of your eyeball look weird? You know what I mean? Like, they always well, yeah, have something yeah. to say. Yeah, that's why I don't even like read comments anymore because one time I like posted the most positive thing on uh-huh. TikTok and it was my first TikTok ever. Oh, yeah. And like people came for me. I remember that. You were posting um, a I, list I posted, of black doctors. Yeah. Right. So there's like a website where you can go on and you can find the black doctors in your area, which is very important, I think, for people of color because right. we see like the d- the difference, the way people treat people of color, like white yeah. doctors or not even white doctors, but non-black doctors yeah. treat people of color or right. black people as opposed to the way a black doctor and would. And we're familiar with that in our yeah, we Yeah, we know. that The world knows that. Come on. This has been, like, come yeah. on. <laughs> there have literally been... Um, too many studies, too many examples. Yeah, stati- yes. statistics. There have been so many different doctors, yeah. Asian doctors, white doctors, that have been interviewed, and they say, and they have come it. out and said, well, they believe that black people have, like... A higher tolerance yeah a higher mm-hmm. tolerance so then they don't get treated the way they do in the, the way they're supposed to do and then they die or they have all these complications yeah. anyways they came for me on that and i was like what the fuck is this even though i don't care about that type of it was stuff a bunch of little white kids or whatever and it's who, like who, it's who, who knows you really who have to like find your your crowd or whatever so uh, i hope my video reaches the true crime community i am doing <laughs> and the no best. one else <laughs> I, I know i'm like i'm doing the best i can to reach the true crime community in the tiktok algorithm um but yeah that's that's where we're at yeah um, um crazy let's talk <laughs> oh yeah i know i was gonna say i am um, like 
Um, so oh, go ahead. yeah, so um, I had an investigator send me a video. It was on tic- on TikTok, mm-hmm. um, and this guy solely dedicates his page to Kanika Jenkins. Um, mm. If you guys listened to no if you guys watched our live yeah. our instagram live that was one of the one first of earlier episodes yeah. yeah one of the first stories that we covered on our instagram live it's posted on our instagram at cocktail murder um and kanika jenkins so there was a video of a and this might be old but new to me um a video of a worker from that night he was a um like a janitor, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he was moving a cart with a black trash bag under the cart. The trash bag, I swear to God, looked like a body was in it. Oh, shit. Um, and then and then like he he bumped the cart. The cart was clearly, it was visibly heavy. Um, and this was uh, caught on camera. Mm-hmm. The cart was visibly heavy. Oh yeah, I mean he was in the kitchen. I'm like leaving so many details out. <laughs> Where are you going with this? Yeah. He was also in the kitchen moving this uh-huh. cart. The black trash bag looked like a body. He accidentally bumped the cart into like a table or something. And then the the trash, I guess, um, fell. And then he put the trash bag back on top of the cart and then moved in the direction of the freezer. And then like on top of that, like after he moved the cart, there was like a red spot on the floor. So it low key looked like blood. Um, oh my gosh, that's crazy. It is crazy. And it's almost like, oh, are we reaching? Can I see or? it? Can you show it to me? You did not. Let me try to. Let me <laughs> he try brought to... this up. You didn't even show it to me. <laughs> I did not show it to you. Um, that's crazy. You know what? I remember when the, when this story even broke and it was like the same week that she was found in the freezer. And this was like one of those Twitter stories. It broke on Twitter. And there were so many different like, it was so crazy. There was one video where it was downstairs in the kitchen next to the freezer. And there was a guy standing there. But it actually looked like in the video, like it looked like someone tried to erase him. Mm. Like it would like the video was doctored, you know, Mm. like it was edited. It was like the weirdest thing. And then there was another video and she was walking and she was like, at some point in the video, there was a dude walking next to her. And then like a split second later, he wasn't there anymore. And it was just like, what, like, what the fuck? So there was so much stuff that happened around this case, which is what makes it like even more interesting. Yeah. Because it's like. It all just seems like one big ass cover up. Absolutely. And yeah. it's just, it's crazy. And it's wild that we still have no answers. Mm-hmm. At all. And if you guys don't remember Kanika Jenkins, she was going to a hotel party, but by the end of the night, um, she never made it back home. And they found her body inside of the walk-in freezer in the downstairs kitchen where no nobody else was. Nobody goes to, yeah. nobody's in this freezer. There were cameras everywhere, of course, except for pointing at the freezer yeah. <laughs> where she was walking, like the like the walk towards the freezer. Yeah. There was no camera there, but there was a camera everywhere else. It was the weirdest thing. And in the footage, it shows like this hotel, like this janitor going towards the freezer with this bag, but then there are no other footages of him coming back. So we like, That's we still weird. don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. it and I can't find it right now, but it's going to take me some time to look for it. I will dig through it it's, tonight. It, that story is very like Elisa Lamish. For sure. Like it, very, it's definitely very. like the same type of situation where nobody knows what happened. And honestly, no story makes sense. Yeah. There no, are so all. many speculations on like what could have happened like this one with the janitor. Okay. What does the janitor have to do? Because then we have to like try to figure out like, well, why was he rolling this cart that right. could possibly have her body in right. it? What would he have to do? It's just, it's all so crazy. Right. So many different theories about that story. Yeah. Super crazy. My phone is tripping. <laughs> well, I did. I wanted to take time to talk about um, Astroworld. Oh, yes. Yeah. And what rest are... in oh, peace yeah, to all. those victims. Yes. yes. Um, I believe sure. so far there's eight mm-hmm. uh, that are confirmed passed away, but yes. there are a couple of more who are still in critical condition. Yeah. Um, that was such a sad story. First of all, okay, like I was on Twitter and I was like coming across some of the videos, some of the footage from that night. Mm-hmm. At Astro World, dude, 
Oh my gosh. I, my anxiety was like through the roof. Yeah. Some of the um, goers, um, festival goers were going out there and saying that when, um, or they came out on TikTok talking about it. They were Mm -hmm. saying that when he started performing, um, you couldn't move at yeah. all. And this girl had mentioned that she was trying, she was literally trying to keep her head up to get some sort of gust of air That's to even crazy. breathe. That's how bad impact See, it was. I'm claustrophobic. And so when I when I heard that or when I read that, I was like, there is no way. I'd go crazy. I would have freaked out. No wonder people were passing out. They were saying, um, they were also saying like when the music stopped, when the set stopped, so many people were trying to leave. So everyone's bumping into um, each other yeah. and you're already squished. You're already, you yeah. know, so it's like. And I'm sure th- some there people was no room were panicking to... too in the midst of all of For that. Sure. There were people trying to move, people panicking, people pat, like it yeah. was just like. For sure. A hot freaking mess for sure there was like i was reading some of the girls um that ha- that were there they had written about it like on their instagrams and stuff and um one of the girls was saying i was at the very front because i had lined up to see him hours yeah. before which i've done before i went to a music festival it was a reggae festival in long beach and me and my home girls um we wanted to see um i believe it was common theory they were the first people to go on and so we got up to the front of the stage and we stayed there for like two hours because mm. we were like, we want to have a good spot. We want to be in front and all that stuff. Um, that was not a situation like this because we were not like super smushed, even though we were smushed in right. the front, but it wasn't to the point where we couldn't move. couldn't move at all. I just remember us being there and then probably like 30 minutes later, I looked behind us and it was just a sea of people. Mm. There was so many people and even that gave me anxiety because yeah. I'm like, how do, if I wanted to leave out of here, how, how do I, you? where do I even go? No. We went to go see Ziggy Marley. Remember, remember that? that. Yeah. We could not not move no it we was had to wait so literally packed. like until the end of the concert to re- or towards the end right to find like a hole to move yeah, through like exactly so yeah. i just i couldn't imagine and that was like the safest we could be yeah. at a music festival like yeah. that um because we we weren't passing out we weren't smushed that- and people kind of like there was like, even though we were all so close, there was still a bubble that yep. was like, okay, yeah. let me not be on top of the next person. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. I just felt like at Astro World, and maybe because they were young. I mean, those kids were like, I mean, the youngest that died was like nine years old, but they usually range there from 13. like 14 to like 10. 19 years old. Yeah. So. I'm assuming these are a bunch of kids who are just trying to have a good time. And, you know, um, Travis Scott is like a rager. So they were saying, I was raging, just about to say you know? that on top of that, they were ragers. Oh my gosh. And needless to say, there were so many footages of like a stampede of the second group of people oh my gosh, rushing dude. in already with squished people. So it's just yeah. making the matters even worse. And, you know, um, he, he really promotes that. When he you does. when you see a lot of his um stuff, even like um when he was promoting like the like Astro World itself, yeah. his promotions were all like literally people hopping gates and running um security mm-hmm. guards down to be in his shows. All of his videos are like people running after him, chasing after him. So it's definitely promoted in his like yeah, that's whatever the, commercials. That's the shit. environment that he created. But so yeah. do you think he should be held accountable? Oh, that that is like what the question of this whole situation, right? Who needs to be held accountable? Um, I might get killed for this, but can it totally? I don't think it's his fault. I I I just there's just no way. There's no way mm-hmm. that the artist who just showed up to do his job and then there you should have be people- held accountable for people not knowing how to fucking act for people not mm-hmm. giving each other space. I don't know. I think it should fall on the person who um, 
the the production team who distributed the tickets um i felt like yeah. there were more tickets distributed than well the yeah vicinity they were oversold could, yeah, yeah than the vicinity can handle mm -hmm. i think it should fall on them because yeah. that was ultimately the problem that's why people were mm -hmm. passing out that's why people couldn't breathe because they it was were way too much they were completely packed yeah. um so if we had to blame somebody it should be them. it should be them yeah. i cannot blame travis and i'm sorry i don't think that it totally falls on him only because yes it's it's very sad that 11 people passed away and i think that that's that's fucked up that's sad and mm -hmm. it's you know condolences to their families however if you see how packed they are and it how so little packed. travis scott is literally on stage with so much going on behind him with the music going yeah. and him literally performing how could he possibly see 11 people passed out i i i well there was the a people. video and then there came were, out and then that there were, he stopped he saw one or two people in yeah. front. So when he, he saw the music, so when he did see someone, mm -hmm. then yeah, like he said, everybody, you know, stop, mm -hmm. hold up. He stopped the show. But he was how like, could he... we need like the people, of the, like the ambulance or whatever. Come, there's a person passed out right here. Like he exactly. did call like, it security out. Security guards do what you can do. Which again, when the yeah. the ambulance car came, they were trying the to kids, help people, and the, the kids, kids were, were jumping, jumping on, on top, top of, of the car. So I can't blame. I can't blame it on Travis. And I'm tired of these kids on tiktok saying travis needs to be held accountable yeah they're when like I trying to cancel him yeah for this. i don't think we should cancel travis scott i feel yeah. like that's a really stupid reason to cancel travis scott if you really want to get some fucking action then attack the production team that's who you need to yeah, attack I mean, don't the attack. venue um the venue live whoever, Nation. Distri whoever yeah. distributed those tickets yeah need to be held accountable yeah and who, whoever saying? coordinated all of <laughs> all travis of this didn't means... coordinate. travis did not sit down i'm sure he approved some shit without looking well at, i mean yeah, if anything but, but he did not crowd control is not his no he did yeah. not coordinate ticket distributions i uh, saw a video popped up today and one of the security it was a security guard there and he was like yeah i got hired and they didn't ask for id they hired me on the spot um and then they told me i would get paid um in cash app and then that he makes sense and he was like i've never um done security ever in my life and he was like so i didn't know what i was doing i just got hired out of nowhere mm -hmm. which and makes sense like, but since the beginning of time i remember when i was like 15 16 years old searching for a job for the first time through indeed and there were jobs like that where it's like you zero security experience you need no experience at all be semi-athletic because you'll be standing all night yeah that's but, all the experience yeah, you need but which which is sucks, for this but yeah exactly <laughs> which it's it sucks but at the same time you can't like it's not travis scott's fault mm -hmm. that there's you know well, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's right to blame him. Yeah, um, people are trying to sue him directly. I don't think I, that. No, that's, that's not going to work. Yeah, I'm sorry, it's not going to yeah. work. You're, you're, hold your money for that one. And I, I, and I do think it's sad. I think what happened really is horrible. Oh, that was is very tragic. It, it's it's yeah. Everyone, no, it everyone really was so young too, and and once again, when I was like, when the footage of like the people in the crowds and stuff were yeah. coming across my timeline, I was just like, again, my own anxiety was flaring up watching it because sure. I'm like, well, wh you what can't you even do? move. Like, and we're you short. literally could not move. Yeah, yeah. There, so yeah, there it, was. Can you there's imagine? No way. Yeah. Like people were saying like, yeah, when we realized that it was so packed and we were trying to get out of this yeah. sea of people, you can't. we couldn't even do that. You couldn't even escape it because yeah. you're so stuck inside of it. And this girl's like, dude, if your hands were raised, your hands were raised. There was no putting your hands down. You didn't yeah. even have room for that. Yeah. I'm just like, that's crazy. There wasn't another video I saw. And it was one of the cameramen and there were two, I keep calling them kids because they all look yeah. like kids. Yeah, yeah. I did not see one adult in mm -hmm. that motherfucker. Um, but there were two kids that like got up on the platform where yeah, the cameraman was and was like, stop the show, stop the show. And a lot of people are trying to like come for the cameraman too mm -hmm. because he didn't stop the show. Did he even really hear them though? Real like real shit cuz he had the headphones on. He's working and I well well the kids were very frantic. So regardless of if he heard what they I were saying the or not. Yeah. They were very frantic. My thing is like I was thinking, well what would I do if I was that cameraman? And I cannot kill him for not 
like stopping the stopping whole the show. show because he is one Cameraman. little part of this show. One and small factor. He like what what a, what sorry, real authority does yeah, he there's have? There's really not anything that he could have done. No. Now what what he could have done and probably what, maybe people. what I would have done is I'm sure he had a, a headpiece in and. He could have said like, hey, there's kids saying that people are dying in the crowd. You know, that's that's the least he could do. I don't know if he did that or not. Yeah, we don't know. He could have. He could. He probably, he, you know, yeah. he could have. He could have not. But because initially it looked like at first it he was like trying to wave them off, which makes sense. Because at first. Well, yeah, you're not coming supposed from to be behind, Yeah, coming from behind. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a bunch of kids trying to get on stage. It's loud. It's crazy. There's a you lot going on. You don't know what's on. going on. Yeah. But then there was one part like in the video where it did seem like he. You know, the boy was talking to him and then the girl um, like got up and was talking to him. And then he like he I felt like he kind of like nodded his head like I I hear you. Okay, you know yeah. what I mean? But it was yeah. just I hear you, but you got to go like, yeah. you know what so I mean? So definitely shout out to those kids for getting up there for and, sure. and like oh trying my God, to take, stop the show. Yeah. I loved that. I love that they took control to charge, and they yeah. weren't just like sitting around and like, like what happened? What's going? Or yeah. recording the shit. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I'll, like I just wouldn't kill the cameraman for not for stopping the no. entire for not stopping the show because uh, once again, what can he do? And I've I've worked. You and I have both worked on many sets before. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've both worked many events mm-hmm. before and we were not the person to call any no. shot ever at all whatsoever. No, so all. yeah, so it just, it just was not up to him. So that's, I yeah. just had to say that because man on Twitter, they are killing that cameraman. And I'm like, oh, I know that sucks on TikTok too. They're killing the cameraman yeah. on TikTok. And of course they're killing Travis Scott. And then they were talking about his apology video. I well, did watch, I did watch that <laughs> apology video. I said, okay, Travis, he did not make it any better no, for himself at all. First of all, people, uh, an apology is not sorry. supposed to have a filter on it. Girl, <laughs> I was like, why that. is this shit black and white? <laughs> why is this shit but like what are you doing? And it, it honestly, it really did seem ingenuine. Yeah, like no, like so how ingenuous. he was moving sure. and talking. Oh, it did not For seem sure. genuine at all. No, it was like, damn, like I gotta put, put on this video and yeah, it, you it know. seemed like he had to put it out because yeah. he probably in his own eyes too, probably No, let me just say that some people were comparing and I don't think this should be in comparison. Some people were comparing this event with Ariana Grande's concert and the bombing. Well, that's like probably that the, the first thing I thought of, though, which is really? crazy. That's the first thing I thought of when I heard of this. But I think the reason why I thought of it was because of the way, you know, and this is I'm not saying and I'm I'm not diluting the situation at all. This is a big deal. But from what I saw, it seemed like, oh, my God, like someone you know, was shooting up the whole concert. That's what it seemed like mm. as opposed to it being, they were packed like sardines. You know what I mean? And I'm not oh, diluting, okay. I'm not diluting yeah. the, you know, the tragedy of what happened, but no one deliberately. Oh, was like killing, people. killing people. Oh, and yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. feel like that those should be definite. Those oh, should be yeah. separate. No, I know. I definitely thought like that was not, Ariana there was no Grande's terrorist attack. Concert. I thought there was a terrorist attack, only, but there wasn't. Yeah, I know. I only thought of hers because, because people died at her concert, yeah. which is like not real. Like when people die at someone's concert, like that's crazy. Like you For go sure. there to have fun, For you know? Sure. And so I did, but I never would compare you know those two. Those are though? two totally different situations. You know what I thought of though? I thought of, um, and this is, I hope I don't, don't get killed for this, but I, so I thought of Mike, one of Michael Jackson's concerts that when I people saw, were passing out, when people were passing out, I thought about that too. That, so that's the first thing that popped in my mind. Well, that's the thing like, about well, music festivals. The, the hot well, dehydrated the and, fucked up or, thing about this festival is that people died yeah but people pass out at festivals all, all the, time. the time so when i first read like oh people were passing out i was like so i don't get it like oh, at first oh i God, was yeah. like oh. so they passed out at michael jackson's concert yeah i was like I mean, what, a what's lot the point? of people but, like yeah they, no people they take drugs you know and i and i'm not saying that that 10 year old took drugs because that alone is like oh, really well, sad yeah, yeah, yeah. but let's be honest I mean, with some of these kids. I mean, it could be both. People passed out because and of not drugs be, and, and not being maybe dehydrated. People passed out and again, because it, yeah. they were dehydrated. Maybe people passed out because, because there they, was so it was so a lot packed. going on. And, they couldn't yeah. breathe anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, there was a thing that came out and was like, they're so irresponsible. There was only two water stations in the in the whole place. But Coachella is literally the same. Literally. Way. And how is Burning Man? I don't know how many times like I've heard about like Coachella and people were like, dude, I had to wait in line for hours for water because they only had like three water stations. Like, no, that is that's normal. That's people people passing to, out. Yeah. At, when they go to I've seen it all the time, even at the reggae music festival I went to. Uh -huh. That wasn't even like a huge yeah. festival as big as. 50,000 people, yeah. you know, and uh, people were passing out there. Yeah. Because it was hot. People, like, you smoke yeah. and you fucking pass out. Yeah. Not saying that that's, like, super normal, but it no. happens. Yeah. Or, nor are we, like, diluting the tragedy of what happened at Astral World. Oh, yeah, yeah. But well, the, the fucked up thing is that, yes, people did actually die. Yeah. And that is not normal no. at, a, at a music no, festival. No, it's not normal at all. And then you have some people who are reaching saying that these are rituals. Oh, my gosh. That, yeah, I've seen that. that they, yeah. you know, Travis sacrificed They're their quick, bodies. huh, with that shit. My they be coming up with those theories fast. Like, why are you giving this man so much power? Like, if you're really enlightened, why give a human being so much power? You know what I mean? Yeah. But whatever. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyways, our hearts do go out to the yeah, families. 100%. Once again, it's these really were sad. like really young and people I, too. And, and I do want someone so to be held sad. accountable for, for the Absolutely. deaths. They, they, these kids really do, or whoever died, they really do, um, they deserve justice oh one way gosh. or another. Yeah. And their families deserve closure somehow. Um, they deserve closure. They deserve, they deserve money. They, they deserve, deserve some, justice. They something. deserve it all. They, they something. Have, yeah. Yeah. Because that shouldn't have happened. And there yeah. were a lot of things that went wrong mm -hmm. for this to happen. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not okay. Yeah. No. It doesn't matter. Dude, I've been in mosh pits. <laughs> and like, honestly, like. It was safer than this. Mm. <laughs> like mosh pits. People get socked in the face. Bruise the fuck up. Oh my <laughs> God. Mosh pits. Yeah. So, yeah. So, this one was just a little bit different. And, you know, I saw a picture and it was like, um, we got to go back to music festivals like this. And remember, like, during peak pandemic, everybody mm -hmm. had their own little square yeah. at music festivals. I was like, high key, I would love that. Yeah, why not? <laughs> That's so much better. Like, you're in your yeah. own little I stopped, world. I stopped with your going own to music people. festivals because they're so packed yeah, and there's so many people. But if we all have our own little square, yeah. are you kidding me? I would love that. For I would sure. go back to music festivals for sure. For sure. But, wow. Yeah. Anywho. This week we're doing something different. Yes. Um, if you follow us on Instagram, you would know that. Which you should be. If yeah, like, you're not. You're kind of being weird. What the heck and heck? So. Um, <laughs> what the heck and heck? We gave the uh, decision to you guys as to what our theme should be for this week. And um, the vote landed on Urban Legends. It did. So it's not so much true crime. It's a little different. Um, and so we picked Urban Legends and we shall for with the stories of the legend of other places. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that work? Who is first? Are you first? I have no. I think I am. You think? I think you're first. I think I am. I'll just you go. Just go for it. Who cares? Who cares? Okay, I'm gonna tell the urban legend, the story of Oscarville, Georgia. Oh. In 1912, Oscarville, Georgia was a predominantly black-owned town that was a part of Forsyth County, uh, which is not far from Atlanta. Okay. My story is about the downfall of Oscarville. Oh. What is always the cause of the downfall of a predominantly black and thriving city? White people! Mm -hmm. Specifically, racists. Well, yeah. Oh, the government. <laughs> White women. Women. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. So September in 1912, um, May Crow is a white woman um she was walking home and she was attacked by someone she was struck in the head with a stone um and she was also raped 
she died. Nearby was a small pocket mirror that was believed to belong to have belonged to a black 16-year-old boy, Ernest Knox. He was arrested along with some of his friends and family, and without evidence, they were con- they not just him, crazy. They were convicted of rape and murder and was sentenced to death. Mm. A mob of at least 5,000 to 8,000 whites got a hold of one of the suspects. They shot him, drug him through town, and then hung him up on a telephone pole. Two others were hung in, in a public lynching with white families, young and old, watching. Which is like crazy. And what I learned a while ago is that when they publicly lynched someone for white people, not even just white people, white families, I mean, from the grandparents down to the grandchildren, were watching, they called it a picnic. Yep. Like a picnic. That is so crazy. Mm -hmm. Yep. I know that. That makes me not ever want to say that ever again. again. Picnic? Oh, my gosh. I'm here. Okay. Um,. Yes, so they were lynched in public. Following this incident, a group of whites called the Night Riders rode into town and terrorized everyone that lived there, which was all black people. They terrorized every black person um, and they uh, burned down the churches and the schools and anyone that spoke up or refused to leave was lynched. They eventually drove every last black person out of the town. They stole the land, homes, farms, and everything. I mean, when they drove, like literally stole. So they drove the black people out of their land, out of their homes, out of all of, out of where they lived. And so these black people who owned these homes or whatever, like they had to, they forced them to give them their deeds. Mm -hmm. Like they stole the deeds to their homes or like if they were paying money on the homes, when they left, they couldn't pay the house anymore. So then the houses would go into foreclosure and these white people would just move into these wow, beautiful homes that this black community built. They took over these black businesses that this black community built. And I mean, it was like all farmland and it was just, Oh, why can't y'all just leave us the fuck alone? Yeah. Just leave us alone. Yeah. yeah. Goodness gracious. And again, they came and they they wrote, even though it it always seems like they're just looking for an excuse to come into these black cities and fuck them up. But once again, it started with a white woman. And um, it was said by her descendants and her relatives that these black people that they accused of killing and raping her even her own descendants say that it was not them, that they were innocent. And so it's just like, ugh. wow. It, we hear that over and over again. So it just almost seems like it took one tragedy for them to blame an entire city. An entire community, yeah. It's so crazy. Okay, anyways. Okay, yeah, they stole the land. Um, a cemetery was built, which was bas- basically just a mass grave. And wow. that's where they left the many bodies that were lynched and murdered and killed um, and left them in unmarked burials and just left them there. Wow. As the whites tried to farm on stolen land, the farmland slowly became infested with bull weevils and beetles. Holy shit. They killed up to 50% of their crops. Mm. They even began using chicken feces as a way to help their crops grow, but they couldn't find anything that was really sustainable. So most of the whites that had stolen this land violently left Oscarville and the town just became a ghost town pretty Holy much. Shit. It's been said that the spirit of the ancestors, um, they were the ones that were driven, the black the black people were driven out and they are the ones who caused the famine in that area. Wow. Um, but it doesn't stop there. Okay, so while Oscarville became a ghost town, there was still a small population of people that was living there. It seemed as if the farmland was starting to get back to normal and the families that now live there uh, who are the descendants of the people that ran, of the night Riders that ran the black people out, 
um, they started to become a little bit more excited because the crops were growing. They were able to like sustain a life. Uh, buildings were going up and 20 cemeteries were opened on this land. They even had a racetrack. And I mean, by the 1950s, the city was kind of starting to prosper again. Except this time, it was predominantly whites instead of black people. And let me tell you, our dear ancestors did not like that at all. Mm. In 1950, the U.S. government came up with the idea to make the small town into one big-ass lake. Hmm. Which, for some reason, when I was like, when I say that, it reminds me of holes. Oh. <laughs> and you know the meme when um when the girl's like, I'm tired of this grandpa, and he goes, That's, That's too damn bad. bad. <laughs> keep digging, you shut up, keep digging. <laughs> That's what that reminds That's me so of. <laughs> um, but in order to do that, they needed to move the people, the white people that were living there. Mm. And so this was still uh, some misfortune for the white people that decided to drive the black people out to take over this land um the government offered them um, money to buy their land but of course a lot of them refused but the government was basically like nah either you take this money um for your land or you're about to live under a lake because this lake is going up Ah! so in 1957 the u.s government displaced hundreds of families so that they can build this lake which would be named after a Confederate soldier, Sidney Lanier. They named the lake Lake Lanier. Oh my God, I know Lake Lanier. (laughs) (laughs) When they created Lake Lanier, they did not demolish the town of Oscarville first. They literally flooded the entire town, putting homes, businesses, roads, and yes, 20 cemeteries and their corpses underwater. Since then, there has been a known saying among people in Georgia, don't go to Lake Lanier. Oh. It's said that the spirits of our black ancestors are still in that water and are looking for revenge in any way they can. Mm. It's so clear that it's like haunted, though, because since the lake has been made, which was the man-made lake was created, um, which was in 1957, there has been one exploding boat, 145 drownings, Mm. 57 boat-related deaths and 675 total deaths. And there are still 27 bodies that have not been found. Anyone that has ever survived a near-death experience in Lake Lanier has all shared the same story. They say it felt like someone was pulling me underwater. Holy shit. And yeah, so that is the story or the urban legend of Lake Lanier. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, so I was, like, kind of excited that we picked this because I'm like, what's a good urban legend? Yeah. Like, especially one that, I mean, we don't know very many. Like, me personally, no, I don't know yeah. very many. And how to tie it into true crime. Right, and, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I did like this one because I remember I was actually watching a video on Twitter. And, I mean, regardless of it being haunted, people go there every and, summer yeah, all the time. The it's thing, like, yeah. it's a huge thing to go there. And there's a video of this girl and she's like twerking on a boat that's on Lake Lanier. And there's this one tiny crack from the boat to the dock and she slips and falls right in between the wow. crack. And it was like the weirdest video. And when I like looked at the comments, people were like, see, that's, that's what you get for being at go. Lake Lanier and like all this that's stuff. Don't go. So I'm like, let me look this up and let me see, like, what's up with this. But, yeah, so the whole thing is, like, they believe that the corpses um, of the people in the cemetery, which most of them are our ancestors, are still there. And they still have – there's pictures which we'll post. There's a – whole city it's a whole city under the water under the lake it's crazy there are roads there are buildings once again like there was there was a racetrack there so there is a whole racetrack under this this lake and it's like how can it not be haunted not only do you have 20 cemeteries yeah underneath this but a whole town yeah that you drowned out yeah so crazy oh my god and this is not the only black city too that was drowned out Really? Which I just recently learned. There are many cities in America. Oh, I have to do some search. I'm gonna yeah. go through a hole tonight. There are like yeah. so many that literally the U.S. government—they were in all of them. 
predominantly thriving black towns and cities. And literally the US government decided, let's build a lake here. Wow. You guys have to leave. You're either gonna take this little money we give you for your land or you're gonna live under the lake with the rest of your city. And so literally there are, like talk about Atlantis, right? Like (laughs) there are millions, not millions, but a lot of Atlantises in America and they were literally black thriving cities. Wow. Okay, my urban legend takes place in Mexico. Um, We are going to talk about La Calle de la Quemada, which means the burnt woman's street. Oh, shit. Um, When, and so this is going to take back, go back. Way back when? Way back when. (laughs) Um, And the story goes like this. When Don Luis de la Vasco... Um, the first came to replace the Viceroy Don Antonio de Mendoza, Don Gonzalo Espinosa de Guevara, and his daughter <laughs> Beatrice <laughs> lived in a big mansion. Uh, she had a beautiful face, lovely eyes, with skin as white as lilies. Um, her lustrous, silky hair. How can. Her lustrous silky hair <laughs> fell from her shoulders and cascaded like a waterfall down her fine back. How could what? I need to know what this person really looks like. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like trying to imagine. I was like, was she really all that in a bag of chips or what? I really want my man to like describe, describe me, me in, in that, that way. way. <laughs> oh my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Goodness um, gracious. She was also gentle. She used to care for the sick and the injured. And um, she also helped poor people, like, on her free time. Oh, so During she her was an time. angel. She was an angel. She was just perfect. Um, Apparently. <laughs> yeah. So, with such a noble, generous soul, beauty, and a large fortune, it was easy to understand that she had plenty of handsome lovers. Many gentlemen and noblemen fought in front of Beatrice's mansion for her, but she did not accept anybody. Imagine having men fight for you. Okay. Maybe, like, in high school, I had, like, someone fight for me. Nobody fights anymore. Now they're, like... Like uh, uh, she for the streets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to men dueling? Over I know. Women? That's a, let's bring. Let's normalize dueling. Yeah. What the hell? A woman's love. <laughs> Finally, a gentleman arrived at the mansion. A man whose destiny chose him to be Beatrice's husband. His name was Don Martin de Scopoli, Marquis of the Piemonte and Frantes. Gello, um, a handsome Italian gentleman. Who, I was just about to say that sounds Italian. Uh, Italian gentleman who loved Beatrice since the first time he saw her and his love for her grew with passion. He fought bravely with every other man that wanted to marry Beatrice, showing his strong and eternal love for her. This was a bad bitch, Okay, man. What? For this reason, many gentlemen proved themselves fighting for Beatrice, trying to defeat the impertinent Italian man. Don Martin fought days in and night under the moonlight, and he always won. Wow. I think he just tired. Wait, them out. so he fought over and over again for her? Like mm-hmm. he, it wasn't just one match, and it was no. like yes. I think it's like I wonder if one of those things where it's like, oh, my love, now I can have you, and then a man comes out the woodworks, and he's like, I want to do you, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. you know, and that Probably. might be it. And I'm sure she was like, begin. <laughs> yeah. um, we begin at dawn. <laughs> when the sun rose, the police passing through Beatrice's street would always find dead or injured men caused by the sword of the Italian suitor. Oh my god. Of Martin. Beatrice loved Don Martini immensely because of his demeanor and handsomeness and because of his lovely words. One night after she had prayed to Santa Lucia, a martyred virgin um oh yeah yeah. San- oh, Santa Lucia, I don't know who that is. I'm assuming that's like a like a prophetess or something hmm. that that they prayed to back in the day. In well, Mexico. you said she's a martyr, right? 
Um, no, 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 not a martyr. Uh-oh. She said that was the next sentence, but I Uh-oh. just like thought about it. I'm like, Santa Lucia is like a, maybe she's like um, what's her name? Like a Mother Teresa. Ah, yeah, like a saint or yeah. of some sort. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, so a martyr, however, did take a liking to Beatrice, and Beatrice fell into the temptation, and she made the terrible decision to basically cheat on Martine. <gasps> no, she didn't. She sure. What, what is a martyr? A martyr is just like a victim, right? Like. Like I will be victim so that no one else can. I think in be, this context, to be. a murder is. Oh, I don't know. Can I? Google I think that? so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a martyred. Martyr is like a. Let's just see what Google says. <laughs> oh, a person who is killed because of their religious or other beliefs. Ah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, whatever the well, somebody, (laughs) somebody, took her attention, and this bitch cheated. This is basically yeah on her Um, dear Martine, on her dear Martine. Um, and so the next day, um, after completing many tasks such as helping poor people with medicines and food, um, she confirmed that her father had left and carried to her room. Um, a brazier in which she put a charcoal and lit it on fire. And the reason why she did that is because Martine found out that she cheated and he basically mm. left her. Mm. Mm. Suddenly, the flames filled the room and the heat became intense. She prayed to Santa Lucia again, saying Don Martine's name multiple times as she knelt down and put her beautiful face over the burning brazier. <gasps> <laughs> her beautiful face like what in the fucking fuck okay so oh she was distraught like you the one that cheated i know but it's your fault. anyway so a <laughs> smell of burning flesh spread throughout the room taking out the fresh smell of jasmine and almonds after a few minutes later <laughs> well <laughs> after a few minutes it's so poetic i know after a few minutes later beatrice screamed and fainted next to the brazier her father, Marcos de Jesus, um, who has a confidant of... Oh, yeah, and Gracia, who has a confidant of Beatrice, which is basically her fucking frame, her friend, heard Beatrice's scream and ran into the house. They found Beatrice on the floor. They lifted her up with care and tried to put some herbs and vinegar on her burnt face. Ow, vinegar. Uh, yeah. Asking her why she had done it. She explained to him with this event, Don Martin would finish uh with the fights and he would stop loving her and that basically i cheated and and so after he's done making his like challenge duels he's just gonna leave so now he's just kind of fighting for no reason um (laughs) and she kind of wanted to aliven herself um after she told him the reasons Like, damn, maybe he just needed to think it over. Right. (laughs) Damn, girl. Her father, Marcos, explained to Don Martin what had happened. Martin hurried to where Beatrice was, um, and he found her sitting in an armchair with a black veil that covered her face. The veil was spotted with blood and burnt flesh. Oh, my God. Very carefully, he took off the veil from Beatrice's face, but he did not jump back. And nor was he terrified when he saw her. He was just worried, looking at her, and um, <laughs> basically, like, <laughs> I just imagine. So <laughs> I'm not gonna read the rest, but it just, I just imagine him unveiling her face and or unveiling her whatever face, seeing her burnt face, and yeah. him like not jumping back and being scared, but like him like reaching his hand slowly towards <laughs> her burnt face and be like you're oh beautiful gosh, with her flesh falling off and that's basically um what he did um it, so her cheeks were actually open she had open craters where blood drained and her lips um were full of holes which formed a really bad scary horrible grin um after oh, he shit. saw this um martine knelt down and said with tenderness Beatrice, I love you not for your beauty, but for your goodness. You are a noble, generous lady, and your soul is pure. Tears fell in these words, and both cried with love and tenderness, and they ended up bewetting um, as wow. he um, asked her father for her hand of marriage. Oh my god, he loved the fuck out of her. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely did. 
I mean, she was rich too, but absolutely. And I think that was a, a smart move. Um, so, uh, the, the wedding of Beatrice and the Marquis de Piedmonte was held at the temple of the Professa and was the most sensational event of the time. Don Gonzalo Guevara Espinosa spent his fortune on the celebrations and the Marquis of Piedmonte gave the bride dresses, jewelry, and furniture from Italy. Beatrice arrived at the altar with a white veil on her face in order to avoid the mad curiosity of the people that she's nuts. Um, after this, <laughs> yeah. she only went outside to go to the nearby church to hear mass accompanied by her um, her husband. Since that day, the street in Mexico City where Beatrice's house was once located is now called the Burnt Woman Street and legend has it that if you go down that street at a certain time past 12, you will see the burnt lady with the fucked up grin and the black veil over her face. Oh. And that is the legend of uh, of lack of no, what is it called? La Calle de la Quemada. Wow. The Burnt Woman Street. That um, was a good story. Interesting. It's it's interesting. It's I'm very interesting. I'm surprised they haven't like made, have they made a movie about that? That'd I be don't an think interesting so. Isn't movie. that interesting? Yeah. 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 No, I don't think they made a movie out of it yet, but, um, but yes. Well, it's good to know that she's not in the streets like, killing people no she's happy she is happy um but, but i'd still like still run her in, you if run I saw into her yeah it's <laughs> the scary part is her face yeah you know running yeah. into someone's face full of burnt big craters and a really bad grin do you know if this is a tr- i mean i guess it's an urban legend so we don't know if it's true or not it supposedly is true i mean they still like in mexico city i they apparently know exactly where her mansion once was. Yeah. Um, the street that she's on um, or was on and what she, where she haunts, I guess. What an interesting story. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. Well, yeah. good good for her. So that's the story I of the burning I hope to be lady. that good that even if something very tragic happens to me, the love of my life is like... You're even more beautiful. Yeah. That, I mean, when I read that quote, I was like, well, that, that's one hell of a man. <laughs> one hell of a man. Wow. Good story. Interesting. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> this, this was fun. I like, um, I really enjoy doing themes. Yeah, yeah, I like the themes yeah, too. It's cool. It's really dope. Um, yeah, if you guys have any suggestions, make sure you DM DM us on Instagram. Yes. Um, at Cocktail Murder. At Cocktail Murder. And then once again, follow us on TikTok at Cocktail Murder Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, we can cheers it out to yeah. the next murder from here then. Sounds uh, good. Cheers. Clink, cheers. clink. Clink. <laughs>